Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. All right. Now, I want to get around to read this email first if I possibly can. And I, before I read it, I am very conscious that there are a lot of single parents in this country, be they male and female. The majority of single parents in this country would be female. So I am reading it out. And remember, it's not personal. It's not about you. It's just about this person's opinion on society. It says, Dear Niall, I know you probably can't discuss this topic on your show because people would give out because of denial in society. I'm married, well, I am reading it, but I'm married 27 years and have three children. All but one has gone from home. I have a son in Chicago who is a doctor. I have a daughter in real estate in the UK. And my son is currently in college studying to be an accountant. Myself and my husband are starting to enjoy our life a little bit now, but it's not what I want to talk about. I'm just giving you a bit of background. I live in an old housing estate uh, that would now be in second generation, so to speak. And there are many young families on my road and in my area. I've noticed a massive increase in antisocial behaviour and crime, which is strange because, if anything, the population has probably gone down as we would have had bigger families years ago. The local children are almost wild and seem to have no respect for property or the community. My husband has suggested we move to uh, we move out in our retirement soon. Uh, because, and I can't say I disagree with him because I actually don't feel safe walking around the estate anymore. I came to the conclusion that although it's to, and although it's just a theory. It seems to be backed up by evidence around the world, and that is the amount of single-parent families. This is a council estate, and many of the tenants would be single mothers with children, and it's not just a coincidence that much of the time it's their children that are wild and causing problems in the area. Recently, there's been stolen cars racing around on the main roads of the estate, later burnt out on the green. I know who all the kids responsible are, and that there's a, out of the whole group of about 10 of them, only one of them actually has a father living at home. I recently read two stories in the paper about kids in court because the schools wouldn't let them back in and the excuse was they had ADHD for their bad behaviour. But in both stories, the line in the story read that the children's mother was present in the court, not a sign of a father. Also last year, there were many cases before the courts of children who didn't go to school. And again, it was claimed in almost all the cases, the mother was struggling on her own and couldn't get the children to go to school. Look at over the, uh, the uh, over 10,000 people in accommodation claiming homelessness. In any documentary or report I've seen in the news, there are no fathers present, and it's all about struggling single mothers. Please don't let me give you the impression that I'm blaming the single mothers, as uh, the abandoned father is equally to blame for these young misfits in our society, as it must be difficult to raise children on your own with low earnings, and in most cases, welfare. But the conclusion is that as... Uh, as we normalise the different family units and the very high rate of single-parent families, I think it's actually about 25%, with no male role models, we are seeing an increase in crime, antisocial behaviour in our schools and in our housing estates. Finally, the increase in the diagnosis of ADHD in this country has to be directly related to broken homes and single-parent families, as I do remember you reading out that research from Oxford last year, Niall on the air. So, that's what she wants me to discuss. Well, she didn't actually ask a question. She's, she's giving her a theory. But is she right? And this is not to have a personal attack, by the way, on single-parent families, because single-parent families are single-parent families for many reasons. Everybody immediately thinks the stereotypical young girl who goes and gets pregnant for three different fathers and all that kind of thing is on the welfare, right? That's not always the case. Single-parent families can be single-parent families because sometimes marriages don't work. 
uh, relationships don't work, uh, abandoned fathers. A lot of the, well, obviously, in most cases, it's a father abandoning their children both financially and physically. Um, and, well, maybe physically because he doesn't get on with the mother, but certainly not financially. They shouldn't be. They should be caring for their kids or taking responsibility for their own children. And what she's essentially saying is because there's no male role models, because the majority of single-parent families would be female, obviously. Uh, I think it's in around 87%. And there's no male role, role models in these children's lives, unless they have a grandfather or an uncle or something like that, that these children don't have the same discipline. And that's essentially what she's saying. And we've seen an increase in that over the last 30 years, as she believes we have normalized different types of family units and normalized and accepted the fact that it's okay to be a single parent family. And it is okay. But it's not the ideal situation, obviously, because it would be bananas of us to all agree that the ideal circumstance for a child would be to be in a single parent family. The ideal circumstance for any child would be to be in a loving family with a mother and father. That's the ideal circumstance, isn't it? We'd be nuts to deny that. And so it is a circumstance. But is she right? Do children, well, I'm asking a question that I know the answer to, because the answer statistically is true. Children do fare off better when they have both female and male role models in their lives as mother and father. They do fare off better. That's statistically true. But I'm asking you your opinion. Do you think children fare off better in their traditional family unit of mom and dad and a child or two kids or three kids, whatever it is, where you've got two role models? And nowadays, of course, you have different types of family units where you might have two dads and two moms. But do you believe that children fare off better having a male role model throughout their lives? Let me know what you think. The number is 087188 That's 087188 Or are you highly offended by what she's just written into us? Uh, Lisa, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Lisa? How are you? How's it going there, Niall? I'm okay, thanks. Good. Lisa, I mean, you heard what she, what she said. Now, it's only her opinion. Um, and look, a lot of her opinion is backed up with statistics, but that doesn't mean that every single parent family is a bad family or every child coming from a single parent family is destined to fail because that's not the case at all. But there certainly would be a higher prevalence of it. But do you believe the increase in single parent families is directly connected to the amount of antisocial behaviour in the country? No, mm, I'm, I'm not going to comment on the one, the fact that I, I, I wouldn't bring any um, single parent family woman down to say, that the amount of um, violence or anything that's going on in the country is directed to them because there's so many people bringing up children on their own. Uh, it does help to have a father there. But, uh, as, as, you know, because there's two of them, one is stronger than the other, and mm-hmm. you can bring the uh, situation at home, um, you know, a good vibe and stuff, and kids go out happy to school and stuff like that. But the water can do that as well. I think kids just pray... Pry, pray wherever the wood is used on their mums and let them just walk all over them and do what they want and then the mother's had enough then and she just lay leaves them and let them get on with what they want to do. And then basically also, if you're a good kid and you're out there on the streets and you're hanging around with bad kids, it's going to get you in the game of being bad. And then what happens then is, show me your company and I'll tell you what you are. And that's what we were always taught when we got over, is choose your friends wisely so you don't get in much trouble. Because there is kids out there that are really, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. There's no control over them, and they've been in and out of juvenile homes and stuff. And but if we, but if we look kids. at the stats, now I don't have the Irish statistics, but we do have American statistics and worldwide statistics. There, isn't, there doesn't seem to be Irish statistics in relation to this. About, you know, say the, the prison population. 
You you take America, for example, the vast majority of the prison population have come from single parent families or broken homes. Now, they could be families that were families or were divorced, etc., etc., right? Uh, the majority of murderers, rapists, killers, cr- criminals in the world come from a single parent family or a broken home. Now, that doesn't necessarily, and, I, and I, I'm at pains to say, that doesn't mean that every child from a single parent family is a bad person because they're not. You know, but what I'm saying is, statistically, it's more difficult for somebody to raise children on their own. And for that reason, children end up with a higher probability of ending up in trouble or failing in life. So is she right in what she's saying? That because we have kind of, I'm not saying we've normalized, because there's nothing you do when people's families break up. It's just life, isn't it? But she's saying because she's saying because we've normalized it in society that it's you know everything's all right and we support it and the way we support it that it's more or less encouraged the problem. There's not enough. There's not enough attention and love going over to the child was one person there, and the mother is, is is lonely. She's lost. She doesn't know where she, which way to turn. Sometimes she's got children there, like two and three kids. She's bringing up on her own, so she's turning to like maybe drink or just turning a blind eye on what the kids are doing. Maybe if she. If they did, like uh, single parent families, uh, were a little stronger with their kids. Um, but do you think having a father it? in the house, you know, provided it's a loving home? Now, I'm not, I'm not talking about a dysfunctional family. But do you think yeah. having a father in the house or having a male role model makes a difference to the discipline of a child? Absolutely, there's no doubt about well, it. Well, then, well, then you're agreeing, aren't you? I, you know, I'm not, well, I'm not saying you're agreeing that it's the mother's fault because nobody's blaming no. the mothers. It does help. It does help. I mean. Um, I grew up with my mum and dad, and, and my kids grew up were a couple, you know, so it's hard for me to judge a single parent. I mean, you, um, you mentioned, in your, and I know Ashton put up on the screen here, that you also believe that perhaps it's a rough area. But well, but an yeah. area is, there's no such thing as a rough area. An area is not rough, it's the people that are in it. Well, that's what I mean. If yeah. you're saying that kids, now, I could be a good uh, kid from a single parent mother, and I could be at home, I'm happy as Ari every day, go mm-hmm. to school, coming home, playing with my kids. Then all I have to do is get in with the wrong crowd. Yep. And there's another baddie on the road. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Or or you could have a mum and dad and get in with the wrong crowd and end up as a baddie on the road. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't take just because it's single parent mums that the kids are out there. No. But it does help to have a father around no matter what you say because then the two of them have different ways of bringing kids up. If you will, you know. So- okay, well, stay there for a second because I want to go to Bernie as well. Lots and lots of texts coming in. Um, somebody says, "Why is this woman apologising? She's bang on," uh, says Finglas, or Stephen of Finglas. That's obviously in relation to the email. And the person says, "100% agree with the email that woman sent you in." And the person says, "Women get pregnant in this country to get a council house. The ADHD is the only condition that you get extra dole money for. Well, you don't get extra dole money, but you can claim a domiciliary care allowance. Um, that's why a single." something mothers claim that their children have it and then they go to the local GP uh, to sign a dole form. It's not as easy as that demo. It's, it doesn't work quite the way you are saying it. But yes, they can get a dollar, can get, not all, but can get a domiciliary carers allowance uh, if a child is diagnosed with ADHD. Let me go to Bernie. Bernie, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Bernie? Hi, Nan, how are you today? Bernie, th- th- leaving all that ADHD and stuff aside, right, but uh, right. I think she just mentioned that in the email, the increase, and it has to be directly related to the fact that we have an increase in antisocial behaviour and an increase in single-parent families. But do you believe it's a problem. When I say a problem, do you believe a child fares off better with two parents rather than one? Well, being, I, I've, been, I've always had both parents myself, so I, I'm only going from what I see myself. Now, um, 
having two parents obviously is you know not having having both parents is, would be ideal if it was but not all men and women make perfect parents you know that's my theory that you know just because you're you're tagged as a, tagged as a parent you know doesn't give you the right to be saying well I'm perfect I do everything right because we all make mistakes um but it, you know I'd like to see the research behind the fact they say they took 100 single mothers who are rearing their children 100 single fathers and based on that evidence would they have you know, uh, an idea or a, form- a formed idea that these children are more susceptible to being, you know, troublemakers in society. Because well, there, well, there is but, evidence of that, Bernie. But, I mean, you look at the Americans. I mean, all those people who shot down kids and everything, they came from, some of those boys who did that were from parents. Well, they had both parents in the family. Um, I see down here where, the, you know, there's an increase in, you know, antisocial behaviour. And a lot of them are not just from single parents. They're also from both parent mm-hmm. families. Yeah, absolutely. So we don't, as parents, we don't always, always get it 100%, even with the two of us running the ship. But, you know but, I mean? but there has, you know, is there more discipline in a household, maybe, when there's a father there as well? And I, and I, I particularly say father. I know there's different types of families nowadays. Yeah, But because is. I suppose a male role model you know, is different to having, say, two female role models. It's a different type of family, right? It depends. You know, you don't, I, I, I don't know of many people who went out and got pregnant for the sake of it. They got, it happened and they went on, they moved on, but they always had, say, the support of grandparents, brothers, this, you know. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that, uh, I'm not going down the stereotypical route of, you know, a young one going out and getting pregnant loads of times just to get a council house. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, we have a lot of single-parent families nowadays because, of course, we introduced divorce. Marriages don't work. Yeah, yeah we, we, we brought in divorce in 1996 or whatever it was. And, you know, and marriages break down quickly quicker now than they ever did before. The average marriage now doesn't last more than 25 years. So we, we do have a lot more broken homes, so to speak. Yes, but I mean, still, if it's a broken home and if it's, you know, with an amicable separation or it, break, it just breaks down, a lot of marriages don't work and that's it. You know, I know that I, I'm from one myself. I did that myself. Mm-hmm. But it still means that we've been, we still have equal sharing of our parenting skills. You know, I'm not going to you know, they still have the support of the father, hopefully in, in a lot of cases, not all cases. But in a lot of cases they don't. And it's not the same, is it? If, you know, if dad is living one side of the city and mama's living the other with the yeah, two it's kids. it's very difficult. It yeah. is a difficult situation. But it doesn't make a bad child. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to turn... The oh, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying, and, and the majority of children are fine, but and it doesn't always make a bad child. But the point is, it, the statistically, it does... When I say statistically, you know, children who have both parents fare off better. So the statistics are there to show us that the evidence is there to show us that it's true. So all she's doing is connecting the dots here and saying, well, the increase, or as she calls it, the normalization of a single parent family has increased antisocial behavior and crime. Okay, so she's, I, I, I listened to your email and she did say about, you know, she lives in Dublin in, a, in an old estate. Where second, generation, second generation, yes. Yeah. So I'm assuming the um, estate's about 40 years old, yeah. Okay, so in some of the, all the estates that I've been, you know, looking at around the, the, where I live now and where I live in Dublin, um, yes, but there's a lot more uh, antisocial behaviour per se from all of the estates. It doesn't matter whether it's a council or a, or a private estate. There's a lot more antisocial behaviour notable, very noticeable now. Like you look at the bus services, those there's kids in those bus in the brass. You go out on the streets, they won't move when you're passing. Even, you know, in a small village like this, you have... But there's area, I mean, kids. there's areas of Dublin, Bernie, where the buses won't even go anymore. Yeah, and there's areas, I know that, and there, that was good, that's historic. That happened years ago when I was mm. going on buses. Those buses wouldn't go in a lot of places. Um, and they've, you know, had to put people on buses and things. But the, we're not allowed to, you know, correct our children very... You know, there's a lot of things that have restricted us now, um, and it, it doesn't just hit a single parent. Now, so if you're a single parent in an estate and you have three kids, um, and you're now told you can't slap them, you can't shout at them, you can't do A, B or C, and you're trying to do your best, and your child goes out and meets a bad crowd, there's nothing, what can you do? But you would agree two are better than one. 
Yeah, I would. That's what yeah. I said start at the start of this. I said it is, would be ideal if we all had the perfect partner and we all did our best by our children, but that doesn't happen in the real world. Well, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to James as well. James, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? Hi, Noel. How's things? Um, I think regarding this, Noel, I think the science is definitely settled on this. Um, I think every study has shown that a two-parent, man-woman family is the best possible model to raise. It's kids. the ideal not, situation. Not always, per- not always perfect, of course. Yeah. Things happen in life. and I mean, let's, we no need to be on our high horse about things. But definitely, that is the best formula to raise kids. So there can't be anyone coming on to give you an argument against that because literally any study that I've ever seen has shown that 90% of people in prison in the States are come, come from broken homes. Um, I think the, the, the argument you have that in the last couple of years, a direct correlation with people um, with, with um, broken families has been the introduction to this massive welfare state we have where that if a family breaks down and immediately the Irish state steps in to house the woman and her kids um, offer benefits and essentially takes the role of the father if the deadbeat dad doesn't want to stand up and 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 and, and you know take his role too. Cough up, yeah, the state, absolutely. The state will pop in. So the, indirectly, the st- uh, the welfare state in Ireland has contributed to the breakup of the nuclear family and the family home because it gave people an option. Now I'm not saying you throw women in the mag- magnet. Lo- no, no, I that. certainly wouldn't like people go back to those days. No, I, I'm certainly saying that has, that has a major role in playing in 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 the destruction of the family. So. If me and you can see that now today and we're talking about it on the radio, why don't the Irish government see it? Why don't they introduce pro-natalist policies where they, they're promoting the family, promoting the, the idea that man, men and women stay together and have big families, like, say, in Hungary and Poland, what's happening now, having three to four kids, and you get tax incentives to do that. That should be promoted um, rather, rather, rather than what, what seems to be the government is promoting every alternative lifestyle but the nuclear family now. That's speaking from my perspective, of course, because I'm a, a married man with four kids, so that, that's my perspective on it. But it seems that it's, this government particularly will, is just putting every obstacle in the way to stop um, the, the nuclear family growing. And, and, and but see, when you, when you refer to a nuclear family, your nuclear family, James, is different to other people's view of what the family is. And, you know, I mean, obviously your definition by what you're saying of a family is mom, dad, two kids, right? Well, you know, as long as they're functional, obviously. Um, yeah. And you, whereas other people will say, well, hold on, you know, you can have two dads, you can have two mams. This is a modern society. There are single parent families. They're all classed as families. I mean, that traditional type of family that you that you talk about, I suppose, this is 2019, the argument is, uh, I'm not saying it, but the argument is that's kind of, well, it's not the norm anymore. But I would but, make but, the argument that that is the correct way, and it always has been, and society was better when we raised our kids in this way. Um, I know things have to change, and things have yeah. changed, and, but, but uh, we, we need to look at what worked in the past for families, for society, and we need to return to those traditional values, in my opinion. And whatever the Catholic, I'm not a Bible basher, but whatever the Catholic Church had, there was at least a, a at the very core of the Catholicism and religion in this country, there was the core family the family itself is, is the nation extended. You know what I mean? The, the, the families that built up around your local area created com- the communities that you lived in over the last 30, 40 years. And right now we have people in Dublin living in box apartments, maybe having one kid. There's no community there. Well, yeah, but how do you... Yeah, yeah, but how do you... What, what, yeah, I sorry, Randy, go what, ahead. Sorry, sorry, no, I didn't mean to interject there. I do see what he's saying. I'm one of 12. I was reared by both my parents in Dublin, and we, we our, our our community is what we lived through. Do you know, we went, we're in the church, we're in the camogie, we're in the football, and that's how we built. I know there's different changes. This is what we haven't got adapted ourselves to as a society. 
we haven't grown um, you know, our communities, they're all being, dis- you know, we're not allowed. You have to have insurance policy for everything now. We went to, and we did everything in the community and built it up ourselves as children and as our parents grew us. Do you know what I mean? We grew, the society grew with us. And I understand a lot of people have said, somebody said, oh, well, for, well, good for James. He obviously came from a good family. Um, I struggle myself. I'm a single parent with three children. Unfortunately, the father has never given a bean in the last seven years. Um, but the, and the law doesn't seem to do a huge amount about it. And that's a fair point, James. We need to introduce laws from a financial point of view, because, you know, finances help support as well. From a financial point of view, to make sure that deadbeat dads, and they are majority are dads, uh, because the majority of broken homes, the father goes. Now, that could be down to the family law courts as well. We don't know. We can talk about that another time. But they need to cough up. So, in other words, yeah. you know, if, if they were gone off living somewhere else, they need to pay their maintenance. Exactly. That, 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 should, be the first, that should be the first thing that should be done. Like, get, get these guys back on board. You, you have those children. They're your responsibility. You have to look after them. And they should be followed to every PPS number or tax or whatever you can. Well, they do it. They do it in the UK, and if they don't pay, uh, provided they have the money, of course, if they don't pay, it's either stopped out of their social welfare, stopped out of their wages, or they go to jail. Uh, loads and loads of texts coming in. Um, somebody says, "Not very irresponsible discussion from Niall, from someone who studied criminology. Aren't you great?" Uh, two points. Uh, would you be discussing this if your marriage had broke down earlier when your children were younger? Uh, well, it didn't, so I, I obviously can't really comment on that. Also, the rate of single parent families has increased worldwide, which can obviously lead to the assumption that the prison population uh, from same family dynamics has increased. Well, no, not necessarily, because if I look to, if you look at the actual statistics, and I can only give you the ones in the United States, and I know the United States is a very different society, and I understand and I appreciate that, um, many of those people have been in prison for the last 10, 20 years. So in saying that, if you look back in the 1970s and the 1980s, it was exactly the same scenario. And population-wise, there would be more um, couples raising children in the world than there are single-parent Families, yes, there are more children from single parent families incarcerated than there would be from couples. So you're you're not making any sense with your statistics. Um, uh, let me see. Okay, so Richie says offences are relevant. Statistics, observations, and evidence from other jurisdictions all bear out the obvious that the traditional family structure is the preferable environment in which to raise a child. We need to only look to uh, the rise of gang culture in the black communities in America, uh, where the family unit has been destroyed by decades of democratic po- or democrat policy. In the 1960s, black families stayed together at similar rates to white families, and the crime figures were more or less on par. Single mother statistics are unreliable in Ireland as we all know that the single mothers who live with their partners as couples yet claim single mother allowance, a free gaff, etc. Oh yeah, I get the point that he's making is that even if we did have stats it wouldn't really work out too well. Very true because a lot of people claim that they're single to get the financial perks of it I suppose in this country. Uh, okay, <clears throat> let me just go to Tony if I can. Tony, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Tony? Oh, hi, how are you? Uh, Tony, you're uh, from a family of nine. Yeah. And oh, you're, you're you had a single dad. Yeah, exactly. I'm the oldest of uh, nine kids, and um, I come from a single home family. Mom walked out when I was eighteen, and my youngest brother was one. Okay. Um, so I kind of agree with the with the with the point made that that single parent families don't fare out as well as uh, as parent as, as families with. Do you think your family would have would have been different? Well, of course it would have been different if your mum and dad were loving and still together for the rest of their lives. But of course your family would have been different. That would be a silly argument. But do you believe that they fared off worse because of a lack of having a mother in the home? I, absolutely, yeah. Um, as a result of, of mum walking out, it, it caused a lot of traumatic experiences. Um, and at the time, uh, we didn't know how to process all, 
any of those feelings. So we had to go through counselling as a family. We had to go to therapy and stuff like that. And before any of that could take place, um, we we did what we did. I mean, I wasn't the easiest teenager in the world to put up with. I, I put my dad through hell. Um, I'm 34 now, so it's it's really only... And do you, do you think years. if your mom had been around, and I, I'm, I don't mean to upset your aunt, Tony, but do you believe if your mom had been around the house you know, on an ongoing basis that you wouldn't have put your dad through so much trouble because obviously he was the only one there to deal with the problem. I, I do. I absolutely do, yeah. Um, you might have had a um, bit more respect for the family. Yeah, absolutely. And myself and my dad had a very honest talk about that as well as I got older. Um, and, you know, I apologise to my dad for the things that I did when I was in my earlier 20s. And uh, I definitely do believe that if you have, two, you know, two parents at home, it, it, it changes the dynamic of things because when I've spoken to friends of mine, um, who have both parents, and I've I've listened to, to to how their dynamic was at home and what the family home was like and all of that. I was blown away by by what they got to experience because I, I never had that. I never had that because mom walked out, um, and that was for a whole pile of reasons. And some of them I was happy for, others not so much. But well, you'd be you'd really be in a more exclusive club because it would have been more unusual for women to walk out than men. Yeah. So, so you're, you're well. In a lot of cases, men weren't walking out; they were thrown out. But you would be certainly in a more exclusive club uh, because yeah. only a small percentage of single parents would be male. The majority would that's, be female. That's very true. And like, to be honest with you, I can see why a lot of single parent kids end up the way they do. Like, I mean, I have siblings who have gotten themselves into a lot of trouble. Um, and my father has had to bail them out because of it. Um, and that's because both parents weren't present in the home. So single parents really do struggle. They they struggle massively because in order to have discipline in the house, you have to have a balance there. Like men will bring a certain form of discipline. Women w- w- will bring another form of discipline. Um, and that balances the whole. The whole I suppose that, that team effort between a couple. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Helps to raise a child, yeah. And again, you know, I don't want to make this look like, you know, I'm having to go at, you know, a single mum because it's not easy yeah. being a single mum or a single dad for that matter because no, no. they struggle. And it's not their fault that the other person, you know, ran off or did a runner or disappeared or in some cases sadly yeah. passed away. It's not their fault. That's just life. It's the, the hand you're dealt with, I suppose. It is just life. Unfortunately, it is the way it is. And like... But we have seen a huge increase in single-parent families over the last 25 years, and according to this person's email, it ties in with the increase of antisocial behaviour and criminality. Would you agree with that? To a certain extent, I would, absolutely. Yeah, because, and like, I know there are people out there who will disagree with me, but you have to remember, I come from this background, so I have witnessed firsthand myself uh, what I've done, what my brothers and sisters have done, and it's very, very difficult to control um, one kid, never mind nine kids, um, well, not, so, well, I tell you, even if you had had your mom there, nine kids is a difficult thing to do anyway, the best of times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, I do agree with it because as a single parent, it is very, very difficult to control. You have to understand there's a lot of emotions um, involved with this. And there's, there's, there's a lot of emotions lacking as well when you don't have both sets of parents. It's very, very difficult because your mom and dad will bring to the table different sets of, of Values, emotions. different values. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And you will be able to respond to that. If you have a lacking of one, of one side of that, it makes things very, very difficult. So I do agree with it because I did a lot of stuff when I was young. I lashed out in a lot of ways that I now realised totally did you, wrong. Did you get into trouble? I didn't get into trouble with the law. No, I was just incredibly okay, disrespectful good. towards my father. Um, okay. 
something, and, and and something you regret now later in life, obviously. Oh, massively, because, like, I mean... Uh, he didn't deserve that, yeah. He was trying no, his best. No, no, no. And, like, to put food on the table for one child is hard enough, never mind nine, especially when you're... I can, I, can only, I can only imagine how difficult it must have been with, him for, with nine children. And Bernie, just, just to go back to what Bernie was saying earlier on, uh, you've listened there, you know, to Tony, very honest, and the way he's speaking about his own upbringing without his mum. And, you know, it's something we don't consider because you don't hear too much of it, of mums abandoning families, but it does happen. Uh, and, you know, it is more difficult. There's no doubt. Of course, I'm not saying that, I mean, it is very difficult. I had to do it myself when my husband left me. I had four small children uh, and, and he came back after three years. But I was on my own for those three years and I had to work the best of my ability to keep those kids, you know. I brought them to counselling. There was Rainbow, I think was the name of the club they were able to attend mm-hmm. to be helped. And uh, some of them, they were only seven and eight and ten and eleven when he left. And I was left completely on my own. And I had to rejig everything in my life to keep them strong, keep them safe and do the best I could as a parent. And they're now in their 30s, and, you know, things have moved on. But it was, it was very hard. Okay, okay, but look, I have to take a break. Amy, I'm going to come to you straight after the break, I promise. I'm sorry, I just didn't get time to come to you before the break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Uh, the number is 087 We're talking about an email we got in earlier on from a woman who she didn't think I was going to read it out, but I did. And she talked about the fact that her housing estate is second generation. Her kids have all moved on. They're thinking of moving now because of the antisocial behaviour in the area. She knows all the neighbours in the area. She knows all the people who live there. And she said the majority of the antisocial behaviour, according to her, and I'm just shortening her, editing her email here, um, is from kids from single-parent families. And she does believe that the destruction of society, I suppose, the antisocial behaviour, the criminality, is directly linked to the fact that we have a rise in single-parent families through no fault of their own sometimes. She's not blaming mothers. She's quite clear in her email that she said, I'm not blaming those mothers because the fathers who abandon them are equally at fault as well because marriages break up, relationships break down, or some people just get pregnant, or whatever it happens to be. Uh, okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Uh, the number is 0871880008. Is she right? Is there? Do you believe, well, there is statistically a link, by the way, it would be mad of us or remiss of us not to point that out, but do you personally believe there's a link? All right, some of the text coming in. She isn't blaming the single mothers, but also blaming the fathers for abandoning them. Uh, that uh, sounds like she's still blaming both parents, especially the fathers saying abandoning them. Relationships sometimes just get to the end. And if kids are raised uh, up in a toxic relationship, would probably cause more damage to the kids. Well, we did talk about that a while ago, and you're right. If it's a very toxic relationship, of course, it would do more damage to the kids, or certainly a lot of damage. Although experts have said that as long as there's no physical violence and domestic violence or drunkenness or drugs or anything like that involved in the parents' breakup, that even if the parents disagree or don't get on or don't love each other, a child is still better off in a family home with the two parents. That's only what the experts say. Okay, I'm only telling you. Amy, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Amy? Not too bad. How are you and I? Good, Amy. I mean, look, I, I want to be fair to this person who wrote in the email because I don't think they thought I was going to read it out. And they do stipulate very clearly in it that they're not blaming single parents, but they're blaming society and the way it's changed and the fact that, you know, if you don't have a male role model in your life or I suppose as part of a family, that the child is raised differently. I, I see, and I don't agree. I'm a single parent. I have an eight-year-old daughter, and I'm currently pregnant with my second baby, and I'm still. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank When's you it you? Christmas, fifteenth of December. Happy Christmas! <laughs> yeah, I know. Do the day after my own birthday, we could share it yet. <laughs> right. Okay. And are you are you with are you with a partner now or? No, we split up when I was three months pregnant. Oh my! And what yeah. happened? What happened in the first one? I, Amy, I think I remember you. You were on the air with us going back a year or two ago, weren't you? Yeah. I yeah. do remember you, all right. Yeah. Okay, so, and I think you had the same situation, the same problem happened in the, when you had the first baby, didn't it? 
My first baby we split up when uh, she was one and a half. I left yeah, she was very young, I remember, yeah. Yeah, um, and then he fell off the face of the earth. So, like, the point I'm making is you didn't plan to go out and get pregnant and be a single mother. It was no. just a circumstance. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, I was very young. I was only 21 uh, when I got pregnant. I was 22 when I had her. But I went back to work when she was young. He he left. He hasn't seen her. Um, he came back there for a little while. He brought me to court for access. I said, look, I won't fight you on it, but I want to go the right route about it. We get everything. Yeah, and don't mess it right. up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, done right. So he was seen on one day a week for a year and a half, supervised access. And last June, he fell off this year again. Right, and fi- and financially, has he helped to support your daughter? Yeah, I work... Um, no, has he work- helped? Has he helped? Oh, has he? No. Um, right, and okay. that's my other thing about the court chasing it down. I work part-time and I get my one-parent family payment. But his, the maintenance he was supposed to be giving me, he was court-ordered to give me 30 euros a week, which... As anybody having kids knows, is hidden. It doesn't even put a dent in what you spend. No, not at all. You know, um, for, like, that barely How was only 30? The average is kind of 50, isn't it? Well, unless he was on welfare or something like that. He's, he was on social welfare. He's okay. never worked and has no ever desire to work, I don't think. Right, okay. Um, as far as I know, I think somebody told me he's living in Spain at the minute. And I was like, oh, isn't it well for some? Shavers. <laughs> right, well, well, look, I, I, I don't want to focus too much on your own personal story, but you're pregnant yeah, but again. You get, yeah, okay, but, but the okay. maintenance out of your one-parent family payment. Yeah, I know. I understand. And, and they should be chasing these fathers down and they should be making a bit better effort to get them to pay money. That's yeah. that's going to solve some of the problem because, it, you know, they say money doesn't buy happiness, but it certainly can help a little bit, okay? Well, with him paying the maintenance, I ended up financially worked off because he was court-ordered to give me 30 euros a week. That was being deducted off my one-parent family and then he wouldn't pay it. Right, that, so well, that's a mess, isn't off. it? Yeah, I ended up off worse off. Because less He'd be better off if he just had dropped dead or something. All right. Yeah. Okay, but getting back to the, the original argument, do you think that, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying you should be worried about your children or their futures or anything like that, but, you know, from what you see in society, do you think children fare off better having two parents? No. Why do you not think that? I think that? depending on the parents. I think it is genuinely down to the parents. Well, provided they're functional parents now. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's yeah. two parents out there, you know, and both of them could be algos. But I, yeah. I'm saying provided they're functional, like a functional single parent and a functional couple, you know, who are not, you know, killing each other and drinking themselves yeah. to death. I don't think it, I don't think it makes a difference. I genuinely don't. Like I see like that my friend, one of my friends, she's happily married, has three kids and her kids are doing just the same as mine, as mm-hmm. my daughter. Do you know what? They're all happy. They're all healthy. They're all doing well in school. They're all well behaved. She has a like that. Her herself and her husband have a fantastic relationship. They have three kids, um, you know, and I have one, and I'm on my own. But my second one on the way, and there's no our, kid, our daughters are the same age, and there's no difference in them. Well, then why do statistics tell us that children do fare off worse? Now, it doesn't mean all children, by the way, you know, just statistically, that it is a struggle. Because as a single parent, you have to juggle, you know, going to work part time, picking your daughter from school, collecting your daughter. Whereas if there was a man in your life or a woman, whatever you're into, whatever float your boat, if there's a person in your life, it's 2019, I have to say that, if a person in your life, I mean, they're there to help. You know, oh, well, sure, I'll pick her up today, you go out to work. Or, so there's a team effort, isn't it? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So it's an easier choice and task to raise a child when you have two people, surely? Well, not necessarily, because then, you know, the man could be working full-time. Mm-hmm. You know, he could be working nine to six Monday to Friday, so you're still picking up the kids, and you're still the one there, like, you know, if the, if the wife isn't working, she's still the one raising them from, and picking up them off school, getting them to school out in the morning, picking them up from school. You know, you're still doing that yourself either way. Okay, well, I mean, fair play to you, Amy, because you're managing quite well, but stay there for a second, please. Let me go to Joanna as well. Joanna, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Joanna? 
Hey, Niall, how are you? Good. Joanna, what, what do you think of this email? Has she got a point? Is there a direct connection between antisocial behaviour and crime and single-parent families? Well, yes and no to that, to be honest. I completely agree with Amy, who you've on at the moment. Uh, we were raised by just our mum. There was three of us. We had a healthy line between fear and respect. Um, I found if she said no, no meant no. We never brought the guards to the door. We were never in trouble. We were all social. We all went to schools in towns and cities. And I think it really boils down to the parent. It's like Amy says, you, you're, you're all-encompassing when you're a single parent. The responsibility is on yourself. And as for the statistics, it's, it's like the blame game, as you mentioned earlier. It's very easy jump to the negative. I don't see uh, people going around with statistics of how many kids are in trouble as teenagers from two-parent families because it's classed as the social norm. There are many, many single-parent families that can outstrip two-parent families. I have worked in childcare, and most of the people I've worked with have been two parents. And the kids are a lot more difficult. You'll always hear, wait till daddy gets home, or go and ask mammy. If there's only one, and you've a one good parent, they can do everything. They shouldn't have to, but they can do it. But, but that one parent has to do the job of both, I suppose, traditionally. Yeah. But sometimes but when you have two, it's easy to the blame. Yeah, exactly, but sometimes it's easy to put the blame on one over the other. There's many two-parent families that, as you've turned around and said, could easily sit in their arse or they drink or they do this or do that. One person can do so much for a child. You've probably read throughout time or in other um, examples of a teacher that happened to instill something in a child. Why didn't that come from a home experience? But are we, are we lacking, and I suppose this is a bigger conversation debate, are we lacking male role models in society? Because if you look at, say, young children per se, in England recently they've talked about these places or housing estates which are what they call man-deserts. Have you ever, ever heard that phrase? Yeah. Okay, so essentially where you've got a lot of social housing and single-parent families, uh, primarily women obviously because 85% or 87% of single-parent families are women, and then you've got a primary school, where, like the primary schools over here, where there's no male teachers anymore. And they have very few male role models in their in their lives. And do you think that makes a difference? Or did you argue that? No, a lot of. But then, but then we're more or less saying men are not important in children's lives. If it doesn't make a difference, of course, it depends on surely it must make a difference. I don't think well, well, hang on, so Amy, very quickly, I've only forty seconds. Go on, go on Amy. Yeah, I think it makes it doesn't make a difference. You needed to raise that child as a whole. Like my daughter, like I'm expecting a boy. So there, he's going to have no, he's not going to have a male role model. His, you know, well, I suppose his father said he is going to be around. We'll see what we'll happens. We'll see what happens there. <laughs> but at the same time, he will be taught to respect, you know, to grow up and respect everyone, to respect them. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doubting, listen, I'm not doubting the ability of women for one minute. I particularly have to believe women are stronger than men when it comes to all these kind of situations. But I do believe that if we're saying it's not important that there's a male role model in a child's life, we're more or less saying that men are not important in society to children because I believe they are. I think they bring a lot to the table. Just like that with a single father in a family, you know, it's up to them to teach their daughters, you know, all the the things that mammy would teach them. You know, they have to, like, that's it. Like, you know, learn how to do a French, but now I'm French and I don't know how to do a French. Yeah, yeah. And and then when they get to about 11 or 12 years of age, start talking about the birds and bees. I don't know if I'd like to be that daddy. All right, stay there. Listen, ladies, thank you very much indeed. Uh, I've run out of time on that. So many people are texting. I'll read out some of your texts after the break, by the way. Uh, It's a whole other debate, by the way, in relation to how important a male role, role model is exactly. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.